What's up, YouTube? I normally don't do this introduction for the Talking Cards podcast, but for this one, I really need to do it. My audio ended up cutting quite a lot on this one. I want to apologize for that. In the other end, all my guests have perfect audio, and I believe this is one of the best podcasts I ever recorded. If in the end, or even right now, you want to, to leave a like, I will be very thankful for that. At the end of the day, is the best way to support my work. Now, let's go into the podcast and I hope you have fun. What's up YouTube? Today I have amazing guests as you guys can see. All of them are returning to the Talking Cards podcast. I have Al with me, I have Shemp and I have Nick as known also Nils. I said Shemp also known as, not also known, he's known as Shemp but his name is Andreas. Beautiful name by the way. But um, if you guys can share a, a couple of words at the beginning for people that may not know you, I believe at this point most of my viewers uh, are aware. But uh, let's start with uh, with all. Yeah. Hey. Thanks, Andre. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm Al. Um, known kind of on in most quarters of probably El Rey collection. Uh, have a pretty expansive soccer collecting, mostly vintage, but all the way up to 2020. Two also have a YouTube channel called uh, Epic Cardboard, um, where I do you know other soccer videos, mostly player videos and and vintage soccer cards. Okay, actually, if I I talk about your channel actually a lot of times in my channel, but if people are not subscribed to you, that's a huge mistake. And I think uh, Neil's Champ, we all agree you have some of the best content, on, especially on vintage, but in general. In soccer card market. Yeah, th so, thank you. No, my pleasure. So, um, Andreas, champ, feel free to do your presentation. One of the favorites of my <laughs> of my viewers, people end up loving you. So, welcome oh, back. What's up? What's up? Uh, thank you, Andre. Uh, champ Vanderford, a.k.a. Uh, the Baggio of the Barrio, uh, the Pele of the Melee, uh, the Henri of the Army, um basically i am a collector uh been in it now for almost two years now wow that sounds crazy to even say um definitely been a journey i'm addicted i love it um and just uh so it's a very big thing for like me to be on this panel right here this is really really cool for me um and they could find me in multiple places uh I'm still on a beach, like sun tanning, maybe at a local gym, helping older ladies stretch. Um, it's always going to be me. Um, and I'm just excited to be here. It's early morning in Houston. I came prepared. I brought the good <laughs> stuff today. Yeah, um, I also bought uh, the, the green tea. <laughs> <laughs> and just excited, man. Excited, excited. Uh, I have a YouTube channel. It's considered the best YouTube channel in the world. Um, I'm producing content at a turtle speed. Um, and that's what it's about. When it when part two drops, it'll be good. And then part three, part four, a lot's coming. Um, and I'm just taking my time with it right now, enjoying life, man. Life is good, life is beautiful. So thank you guys oh, for having that, that's a great point because the the last time you, you ended up coming to podcast, you had just an Instagram profile. I know you, you are starting creating content yeah, so i will leave the link also below for yeah. your youtube channel and, and i think the community in general 
Yeah, no, and, and and just to tell you and, and Al, like, it is hard to make content. So I appreciate y'all's content even more so. Once I started to make content, I realized how, how much of a time, you know, it, it takes a lot. And so I really appreciate you guys for that big time, man. And last but not least, we have Nils, also friend of the channel. Nick is known as the French collector in the community now. Feel free to, to present yourself. Yeah, uh, thanks, Andre, and uh, pleasure to join these two uh, esteemed gentlemen uh, on, on this panel this morning. So, um, yeah, uh, my name's Nick. Go by Nils on Instagram, Nils1010. Um, you know, try to be pretty uh, regular on both Discord, your Discord, and um, uh, Bill's Collect Football Discord, Vintage Discord. So, um, yeah, just love this hobby, love vintage, been in it, same thing, you know. Um, we're, we're approaching, you know, three years, I guess, um, you know, two and a half, three years, which sounds crazy again, but it's been an awesome ride. And uh, yeah, just just happy to be a part of it um, and thankful for the community. Um, so guys, I have a couple of topics for to, today's podcast, but I was explaining to start recording that those topics can go anywhere and, and everyone should feel free to bring uh, new topics if they have them in mind or they think they are relevant. But I will start with one that I think is possible to avoid. Uh, Pelé ended up uh, passing away yesterday. Very sad news if you love football. Card market, but probably the most important figure ever in, uh, in football, in soccer. Actually, I would love to start with all because... Most of you guys know he's one of the biggest collectors in the world, especially for Pelé. And Al, if you can share a couple of words, uh, basically, again, feel free to say whatever you want. But even related with the market, I see there is a lot of room right now for uh, Pelé. Uh, what do you think about that? Hey, uh, hey, Andre, give me one uh, one second. Maybe can you start with Champ? I just got packages being delivered right now, so I got to go oh, no. answer the door. Sorry about that. No problem at and all. It's, and it's probably something good. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hang on. No, I actually actually I, I also have a lot of people over here for uh for for um the uh the holiday, but so it looks like uh somebody just got up is gonna get it for me. Um so I hope it's good, uh Nick. Um so so look at this is totally sad, but it's also not un unsurprising, right? Um because you know, he's been ill for a while. He's advanced in age. So, you know, in any time this stuff, this was an eventuality, right? So, so I don't think that anybody's overly surprised. There was some conversation in the World Cup. In fact, I think even some reputable news services, you know, reported that he, he was passing. So it shouldn't be, you know, a big surprise to everyone. It's sad for us. I mean, I remember, I'm older than you guys, you know, that the highlight, of my youth was seeing Pele play with the Cosmos when they played the California surf, right. In the 1970s. And of course at that time he's old, but that's the only name you knew in soccer, right? If you were an American kid, right. Yeah. Ultimately you'd also know other people who played in the U S Beckenbauer, uh, Cruyff, um, you know, best Eusebio. Right. But it really, I mean, it was like Pele, and everybody else, right? 
And I think still from a global brand awareness and of, of the things that we think about the positive soccer market, you know, he's still the standard, you know, like when you hear, I don't know if you, you uh, how it was in, in Portugal, but in the U.S., you know, they're talking about Mbappe and then they're talking about, you know, they're always comparing him to who? Right. Pele. Right. Young. He wins the World Cup. The story is so romantic for soccer. And one thing that, that is is, you know, really interesting to me as kind of a, a historian and economic historian is that, um, you know, when he came to America to play. He made like a million dollars a year. Right. Uh, to play soccer. And in a time when we didn't have really good soccer leagues or stadiums, they played in football stadiums or baseball stadiums. And um, and he, the the highest paid baseball player, made like $100,000. So, I mean, at just totally different level. And this is in America, right, where we don't really care about soccer in the 1970s. So that's how big this man was. And, and personally, for me, he had, you know, I... I gave up baseball to play soccer, you know, on traveling teams. And a lot of it was this guy, right? Just the magic, the smile, the cares, you know, the charisma and his smile, all the things he could do. He was everywhere from a marketing perspective as well. Um, You know, so, you know, I think that it's hard to how Maradona is basically considered a a God in, in Argentina. I think that, Pele is much more global, well beyond soccer. Like he, he's he may be the most well known figure of the 20th century. I mean, and I mean that's crazy when you think about it, right? And so, um, you know, I think that's where I like to focus. You know, I don't in, in these times I don't love to focus kind of on the market to each their own, right? You know, th- there's usually some temporary price spikes as people fear that they're never going to be able to get a Pele or they hear about it or they're reminded and and legitimately some people come into the markets into these times right when something crazy happens so I do think you know we'll get a little bit of that but if history is any indication which it usually is um, I think that'll kind of subside a little bit and it'll be a temporary demand spike which may even be over you know, after one day, I, I, I got to be honest with you, right? Because, you know, as as uh, as Nick was saying earlier, a lot of people listed things on, you know, eBay and stuff. And that, you know, that temporary blip in supply was met immediately with, with I mean, with demand is met immediately with, with supply. Um, you know, I, I do hope that, you know, it's hard for me to imagine. And again, the way I collect is different from other people. Um, but it's hard to me to imagine a soccer collection without some Pele representation. Um, just because it's almost like a, 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 a basketball collection without Michael Jordan, without something from, from, from Michael Jordan. Right. And, and so to me, he will continue to be Ray, right. The King. Um, and, and, you know, I, I, I think you can make cases that many other players, were better. You can make places that that uh, many other players were more accomplished. Uh, but for me, it's hard to imagine someone to have more impact on the game, um, like really on the overall game and overall society. You know, I'd probably say that Cruyff 
had more of an impact on how the game was played. But Pele promoted the game and promoted um, and really had a lot to do with expansion and awareness of, of, of soccer in the United States, which while it's not a, a huge part of, of our sporting interest right now, it definitely those seeds were 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 planted long ago. So I mean, it's super sad, man. I, I bizarrely want to cry, right? Um, you know, um, because he had an impact, personal impact on on me uh, as well. So you know, it's a sad, sad day. My daughter came into my office and she was basically you know in tears, and you know, I never met the man, right? Um, but but he had a dramatic impact um and i personally also lo- love to collect his his cards because there's great stories behind there um thank you so much what you said was powerful right there i again there is nothing i can add into that i don't have probably the same connection especially i, I never collected pele that much comparing even with the other guys but what you said is, is correct i mean it's probably the most historical player ever. Um, actually, I was watching a YouTube video that they ended up showing a couple of moments of period. They said that at one point, I believe early 2000, correct on this, but I believe it was early. His name was the second most popular name in the world, just behind Jesus. So you can see how big Pelé, Pelé was. I think Pele was bigger than than a, a player, and then blows my mind uh, again a, a bit unrelated with this. But this year, probably the most famous persons in the world end up dying: uh, Queen Elizabeth and, and Pele. Especially in in a historical way, I think it does not get much bigger than these two. Um, yeah, I, I agree totally. Yeah, um, Nick, if you if you want to add something. Yeah, I mean, I don't have too much to add. I think you guys both, um, you know, said it said it very well. But you know, as sad as it is, you know, the one thing that I take a, out of this is, you know, I think a lot of people are going to be brought, you know, a little bit more close to him and realize how great he was. And there's a lot of, you know, if you if you scroll on Twitter or Instagram, you're seeing a lot of, you know, videos and YouTube clips and different things. And you know, it's Pele did it first, you know, it's different turns, it's different strikes, it's bicycle kicks, it's, you know, um, all these things that we're seeing, you know, in today's game, you know, a lot of those, those moves and tricks and just the way he played in his style, you know, he was one of the first to really bring that out. And I do think that just, you know, you're seeing all these, you know, legendary players, um, you know, older ones that were maybe around, you know, when, when he played coming back out and saying like, he was what inspired me and then they inspired someone else. So like, you can see the impact that he's had. And I think that's a positive for, for the sports, positive for the hobby. Um, you know, so anyone that may not have, you know, focused on him or paid attention to him as much because he was, you know, a little bit, you know, older and, and they're, you know, more focused on, you know, the modern players. Um, I think this will be an opportunity to maybe, you know, bring, bring that to light, which I think is great just in general. Andres, if you want to add something, feel free. Um, yeah, I, I, I think for, for me, um, for what, what, what he had to endure in, 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 in like a time frame, you know, in the late fifties, early sixties, 
you know, he had to endure a lot that we probably, he never spoke about. Uh, he probably never talked about. Um, I look at him as someone like a Bill Russell, someone that had to go through so much that what they did on the field, on the court, it's ridiculous because their energy was drained of everybody trying to touch them, trying to grab them, um, terrible things being said to them, great things being said to them. And I felt that, you know, he was somebody that he played his part. Like he knew what he was born to do. Like he knew that it was bigger than him, bigger than soccer. Like he, he was born to love to show love about this game and to spread it i think his dna is in every single football player basketball player hockey player like he is the athlete um my like father he he used to coach um and you know he went and saw him play i think his last game where where he played the first half for one team second half for like the other team and um and my pops, I mean that that was the guy. Like he he knew that that he he was the man. And 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 you know for for him to like be gone, I'm um you know it's sad, it sucks. Um, but at the same time, it's cool. Kind of like what Neil said that people that maybe didn't know about him, they're probably seeing everything, every news channel, everything talking about him. They like get to see all these highlights and and really see how how you know how strong he was and everything i mean he 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 cared about life and you know what i mean like he 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 was just bigger than than anything i mean he is that guy and and you know for someone that was you know from that time period to still be so popular today there's certain basketball players that they can walk right now into a gym and nobody knows who they are and i'm talking about legends pele can't do that you know, if, if he could go anywhere in any corner, every crevice of the world, everybody knew who he was. And so um, it just, you know, it, it's 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 key word is just impact. You know, he is football like that. There, there's just like nothing else to say. He is football. Yeah. Hey, oh. hey champ, you know, and I'll say, you know, I saw one thing that kind of jumped out to me. The difference when something like this happens is, you know, President Obama posted something you know, on, like on Instagram where he's happy to get, you know, a Jersey from, from Pele. And he talks about how the power of sport and how that brings people together. And it just goes, I mean, he's just so much bigger than a sportsman, you know? Um, and, and, and the other topic that I forgot to, to mention is that, that there's, you know, he also, people don't talk about this, but you know, the game, in the in the 50s and 60s was like harder meaning like the fouls like people would break their legs all the time in games you know they would you know break their arms i mean the, it was brutal and the amount that he got fouled was was absolutely insane i think that you know in the 62 world cup when he went out after the czech republic game i mean he was just he got fouled like 15 times or something right and completely, I mean, the the tactic wasn't let the amazing guy play. It was like take him out, right? And so, and to have such a long career and and ultimately come back in 1970 and be one of the best players in the tournament, um, it, it was just an amazing um, accomplishment. You know, I, I 
I again just he's bigger than life. I think that's that was your point, you know, champ. And 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 I think that his DNA is through everyone in the game. And part of the reason why the game is where it is today. So uh, you know, he'll be, you know, well missed. I hope new Pele collectors come into the market because then Pele collectors become Maradona collectors, become uh Cruyff collectors, become some of them go back and are Dixie Dean collectors, and some of them are Zidane collectors, right? So I, I think you know what the hobby has always needed, which we, we started talking about a couple of years ago, Bill and I was a steady growth of interest. And events like this can be a perpetuate, you know, to get some incremental people in the hobby. And we don't need a hundred thousand, you know, <laughs> new entrants, right? Even, you know, 50, a hundred committed people globally, which is not a big number, um, you know, helps, helps the market and, and, and stabilize the market. Some of the things we'll talk about here in the next, the next little while. No, for sure, guys. Um, again, I, I agree with everything you guys said. When I was a kid, uh, my grandpa did not care about uh, football, but he, he knew about two players, Eusebio and Pelé. So since I was a kid, Pelé was already such... I remember being a kid and thinking about him like uh, a guy that does not even exist because the way people <laughs> talked about him. And honestly, this, this might sound a bit dumb, but I realized that Pelé was alive when I was a little bit older because I always thought it was almost... Uh, a legend figure or something like that. Uh, it's bigger than, than football. The, the second topic uh, um, I have for, for this conversation uh, is also related with a very important market, uh, Lionel Messi, and the potentially um, narrative about his GOAT status with, uh, with this World Cup win. I think most people are putting him in top four, even previous the World Cup. But I think his market, especially long run, can can gain a lot because of this. Love to know what you guys think. Let's start with uh, let's start with Nick this time. I'm glad you started with me. <laughs> I'm probably probably the the one on here that uh, you know was a little bit down on on Messi prior to the World Cup. Um, I didn't quite hold him at that top top tier. Um, and it was simply because of the World Cup and, you know, fair or, or, or unfair. Um, you know, it's just something that, you know, me and maybe it's, you know, me as, as an American, I just hold, you know, the, the World Cup and such prestige. And um, my reasoning, you know, is, you know, I think in general, it's the tournament that every soccer player around the world wants to win. It's the most important to them. So if it's the most important to them, you know, why, why should it not be the most important to me or anyone who, you know, is, you know, sort of, you know, using, using that as a scale to, to grade them of, of where they are on that goat, goat status. So, um, but at the end of the day, he got the job done and, um, you know, it, it for me, it eliminates uh, any, any question, um, you know, he, you know, becomes right up there, um, you know, with, with Pele, you know, it's Pele and him to me, one, two, two, one, whatever, whatever you say, I think he eclipses Maradona for me. Um, he definitely um, has increased the gap between him and Ronaldo, which I know you've you know produced a video on and, you know, Al's discussed a, a little bit as well. Um, there's no doubt that, that, that gap is widened. Um, it was widening 
pre World Cup and and you know now just took it to a, another level. So um, really happy for him. I mean, I'm a French collector and I support the French team, and you know I really sort of. Um, it was such an interesting final with the, the potential of Mbappe having a second at 23, um, you know, and, um, and Messi getting, getting his, where I was obviously rooting for, for France. Um, but, you know, I was happy as well when, when um, Argentina won, because you just, that performance he had, I mean, and, and he didn't coast into a victory. He wasn't just part of the team. Like he, he willed that team to win. And that was just, you know, for me, like the goats are the ones that have those special moments and they like drive their team to win, you know, Michael Jordan with the flu game or, you know, it's like you have these these moments where you just say, you know, I'm not losing today. I'm the guy, you know, um, and he hadn't had that moment until until recently. So um, anyway, happy for him. Uh, happy for all the, the messy collectors. Certainly, uh, I think it'll be a nice yeah, you know, shot in the arm for for that market, you know, even if it's you know temporarily. But um, yeah, he he's definitely uh, you know I think the biggest the biggest thing is he has widened that gap with Ronaldo, which he was always going to be you know compared to, um, or vice versa. And then you know the next argument is is where does he stand next to Maradona? Um, and to me, you know everything matches up, and you know his club career is probably, you know, um, better. So I, I have him, I have him a slight notch above. Um, but you know, that's definitely up for debate. But, um, yes, what, and also your thoughts. Um, so first I just, I just want to say something. Um, when y'all say, um, like CR seven, like could, could, could we say Cristiano? Cause y'all say, um, <laughs> and, and I literally get butterflies in my stomach. I start to sweat. I'm like, R9, R9. So um, yeah, no, uh what what Neil said, he we we right, we we the, the the world got the storybook world cup of like world cups. We got to see a legend score, every game was intense, like every game after after the the you know first like group stages he did something in every game and kind of like what Neil said, it's like, that's when you got to show up. Um, I have a couple of friends that always said the same thing. Cause over here, it's about world cups. They don't care about champions league and you know, all that type of stuff. And so for like a lot of them, it was like, he's got to do it in this world cup and he goes out and does it. Um, he did it. He did it so beautiful. He played so well. You could literally see that that team, I saw a vibe, that I saw with Pele and Brazil, where they looked at him like we're we're gonna win for him. And I mean, of, of course they they want to win as well, but it, it felt to me like they really wanted it for him because they know how 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 hard he trains, how how quiet he is about a lot of things. Um, we were actually saying how he doesn't even speak English, so he's real quiet. People don't really know what what what's up here really like with other players they're tweeting instagramming with Messi, you just see him with his kids his family his dog and his team you never see him do anything like partying and you know doing all crazy stuff so um you know as far as you know he did need this i feel and he got it um i love it that it was against france and not in a bad way nils like i what, what i'm saying is we got to see what's coming like and he's coming 
you know, he he's right now, you know, we, we all know who I'm talking about. He He's coming. He's vicious. And so to see Messi be able to beat him was really cool, right? Like for, for just going into like the books, like that he, he did it. He did everything possible in, in football. He, he got every award, everything that you could possibly do. He did it. Um, and as far as the what's called like market, I obviously mistimed like I mistimed my entire collection. Um, I went in it on a, on All-Star Weekend. He, he, this is how, how I think. I was thinking, oh, it's All-Star Weekend. No one's going to be buying Messi. And it wasn't until that point that I knew that the market was going to keep going down. But that said, I'm glad I was able to get messy stuff. Like I'm, I, I'm, I hold it dear. I, I love it. I don't have a lot. He's actually someone I maybe have like eight cards or stickers, probably. Like so, I, I don't really have a lot, but I have you know good stuff that I feel um, going you know forward. But um, it was a beautiful spectacle to watch, right, gentlemen? It, it was such an intense game. My like kids were like coming in the room. I'm like yelling with them. I'm 41. I felt like I was seven or eight years old watching it. It, it, And and I know on both what's called like discords, people were intense, excited. And we are grown men with our own, you know, everyone has their bills, their families, their, their, their lives. And we were stuck to this TV for a month. We were on Twitter, on Instagram, and any report was coming up. We was reading um so i think it's time for the hat because i'm starting to really feel this a little bit but <laughs> uh shout out to messi for just just like entertaining us right he, he he did it with class um even as a bodyguard that you know one player that's always like right next to him in case somebody gets out of pocket uh, yeah, I, need I, to I, I just i just don't think messi watches the the channel but no, but, but I, I agree with you. Uh, Ali, if, if you want to share your thoughts on the Messi market. Uh. So guys, quick pause on the video. Hope you are enjoying this episode. For me, it's an amazing one. So do not forget to leave a like. But now I have to share with you two things that are very important for this channel. First is my Patreon community, the best way to support my work. If you love my content on YouTube, you probably love my content on Patreon. You pay $10, but I try to provide a lot of value there. There is a new Q&A every week and an extra audio on Saturday. So if you have questions, if you want to interact with me, that's the best place. Link will be below the video if you want to join. The second thing is my Discord server, also an amazing community. We are more than 900 members. I think that's so crazy. Amazing place to learn and share. Link will also be below the video. And now let's continue with the podcast. Yeah, I mean, look at, I think everything you guys said, absolutely right. I mean, it was crazy time. So happy to see him. I, I, will disagree with with you know these guys that i don't think he needed this but i think what it did was just put him over the top versus in the cr7 conversation i think you know one i actually recently was describing this with with bill i you know if to my mind it's like for a large part of history let's say the last five to seven years they're pretty much equals in 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 my mind and you know ronaldo has the euros 
right? That's that major tournament, you know, even though he didn't super perform well, like if you look at the performance of Messi in the World Cup, that way exceeds the performance of Ronaldo in the 2016 Euros, right? But he and Ronaldo has more goals, but Messi has way more assists, right? But you, but he also had the major tournament. Yeah, you know, when Me- Messi lost, and I don't know if you guys remember, I mean, I was there when he missed the penalty kick in Copa America to lose to Chile. That was just, and then he quit the Argentine team. And then to see from that low to this high, and to get that World Cup when they were 14 to 1, you know, uh, betting odds to win the World Cup is absolutely masterful. It doesn't help, it doesn't, you know, uh, hurt him that at the same time, Cristiano Ronaldo's not looking great to a lot of people in the market with his exit from uh, Manchester United, with going to play in Saudi Arabia. It looks like, you know, a little bit of a sellout to some people again, not, or I'm not, I'm not saying these are my views. I'm just saying in general, I I felt like not only did Messi take a gigantic step up, but, but CR seven took a step backwards. And since they were relatively close, now that gap is there. And I think that it's permanent unless some miraculous way CR seven bounces back, ultimately comes back and plays in in 2026 and miraculously finds a way to win a world cup himself which i think we'll all say is highly unlikely and if he did he'd likely be coming off the bench like he even did in this world cup right which is something obviously he didn't like so you know i think messi is there now i i don't think there's anything that he could do and i only think uh now to the messy market which is kind of the question um if he comes and plays in the U.S., lots of rumors about him coming to play in Miami. With all the marketing that comes with that, I mean, he could be the second coming of Pele, and I think that could be a massive increase in, in demand. But also remember, you know, you've done videos on it, uh, uh, Andre. There's many options for his rookie cards and stickers. And so don't always equate, and this is just general advice to people, don't always equate who a player is with the value of the cards and stickers, especially when there are many options. And CR7, from a collecting perspective, still only has two rookies, right? So, you know, it, 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 people, I, I can already hear some arguments saying, wow, you know, the 71 bis uh, should be selling for, you know, twice as much as the Mega Cracks uh, CR7. Well, maybe, but the reality is, is you, those are, you need to look at the pops. You need to look at all of the options out there and kind of understand a relative market cap. And what you may actually find is that a mega cracks Ronaldo, or I don't want to say that CR seven, you know, we don't want to upset champ here. Um, yeah. So it, it, it could actually be at a higher price than a 71 bis due to many factors. So, so just, um, and, and I think that's an important distinction for the market, but I think on, in general places where they have comparable cards, like you guys do the trebles or, you know, whatever, I think that you'll see a lasting or kabooms or any of these modern instruments where they're generally similar cards later career. I think we'll see a difference uh, and now some somewhat permanent difference in price going forward. And you know what? It's a great time to buy Messi after this decimated year that we had in, in 2022. It, it was not a great year. You know, I'd say year and a half for him, 
has just been like a ratcheting down of almost all of his cards uh, in a pretty consistent basis. So um, if you're a long-term investor and you believe in the soccer, soccer market, why wouldn't you be picking up, you know, Messi? Could they go down from here? Sure. Um, but, you know, that that's that's the same of every asset, right? If you bought Tesla two weeks ago, you thought you were getting a deal and now you're 30% down. But if you believe they're still going to change the world, you know, maybe it ends up being a good thing for you. By the way, I'm not giving financial advice and I don't own or sell uh, Tesla stock. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, so that's kind of my thought. I mean, epic, epic World Cup. Uh, don't equate the player to the market. You know, do your research on the market. You figure out your entry points. Um, and I'm I'm just excited for all soccer. And if he comes to the U.S., watch out. I mean, Way better for the soccer market that he comes to the U.S. than CR7 going to Saudi Arabia. Yes, not even comparable. I agree. And uh, what you said is is basically what I also been uh, trying to share on this channel. That uh, when I say the gap is is not, I'm not even talking about the rookie market because they have very different uh, rookie material. Ronaldo is quite more scarce than than Messi. Is more a macro take, and especially in modern, is where you see uh, the gap. I also think that in a couple of probably years, we'll look at this Argentina team and we'll think how the hell Messi ended up winning with this. Because I don't even think this is a great team. I really think Messi ended up uh, pushing them to a level that, for example, I, I don't see Argentina being that strong in 26. That's why they were, they were a 14 to 1. You know, I mean, the U.S. was like 20 to one just to you know, have that type of comparison. But like I think Champ said, he got them to believe and, yeah. and those that that leadership, which frankly hasn't been on clear display through his career because he's a soft leader. Right. But, you know, and, and to me, in, in the end, to go to Nils point about where is he versus Maradona, because Maradona also did not have a good team in 86. Right now, I actually think that the 86 team relative to the competition was probably even worse than this Argentine team. But, you know, so and in my mind, what Maradona did at Napoli was just crazy, you know, bringing them from like the ranks of relegation to, to you know, winning, winning the, uh, the, the Serie A. So I think that. That's easier to that was more difficult to do than all of the Barca success it, it, to my eyes, right? So I, I think I'm just he finally got and they're on the same pedestal and the Argentines love them the, the same amount, you know, finally, because they, they didn't love him for a long time, right? Um, so 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 I do feel like we are at a spot where uh, you know, his he just cemented the legacy. Um, and you know, he is just an amazing you know, player. And I think we should all collect his cards. Again, it's kind of like Pele. If, if we didn't, if you're a soccer fan, why wouldn't you collect messy cards? Right. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I agree with that. Actually a question related with this. Um, so uh, actually it's funny that I'll end up leaving because I was, I, I was trying to refer with the conversation I, I, I had with him that we end up talking about Argentina cards for Messi versus Barcelona cards, that, for example, the Prism sells for a lot and is related to Argentina, and the, the history with Argentina, until a couple of weeks ago, was not that great. But um, what do you guys think now? Do you guys think that Argentina cards 
can be more important than Barcelona cars, or you guys still think Barcelona product will have a better connection with Messi. And before I, I even ask any of you guys, I end up running a poll on my YouTube that has over 100 votes. Barcelona end up winning with 70%. Even I did this after the, the World Cup. So um, I believe if I do this in two years, probably could be even, even higher. And I guess I can already share my perspective. I also connect Messi much more with Barcelona than I connect with Argentina, even though I understand that what he did for Argentina was was great. But uh, what do you think, Andres, about this? Um, well, in, uh, I would say club first, but in this case, he held the trophy in that blue jersey, in that in that sky blue jersey. Um, I think oh, cards. Uh, Andres, b- better say. I'm sorry. If if you could only have one card. You prefer, and for, forget prices, it's irrelevant. It's just one card that that, oh. that that you keep. Would you prefer a card with Barcelona or, or with Argentina? Argentina. Argentina. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, that's just for, for me when, you know, me being a uh, gringo, uh, I I feel like, it, it. you know, for us, that's a big victory here in the States that he won in that jersey. I'm sure you ask a lot of our like, you know, like casual fans, they don't even know what team he's on or was on in Spain. They they just know him as with that sky blue and white, you know? And uh so for me, I would take Messi number 10, flawless, you know what I'm saying? Like eminence. I I take one of those any day of the week over a, you know, like Barca uh tops chrome. Like I, I would I would take those two over that any day of the week. So and this well, is coming from a Colombia fan. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm not supposed to like Messi. I'm supposed to curse him and hate him, um, just because of the whole beef between Colombians and those guys. Like, like you know, like our our like 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 we were taught, and this is really messed up to say, but we were taught to look down on people from Argentina, like just based on sports, right? Uh, but the way he did it, man, he 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 showed up. He 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 clocked in when he had to clock in. So so for me, definitely that that you know, like sky blue jersey, sky blue jersey. Okay. Um, Al, what about you? Yeah, so I'm a Barca fan. Um, yeah, it's and, like, yeah. I mean, the same word is difficult for me. You to know, and 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 I surprise myself that at. So, like, obviously, before the World Cup, the easiest question ever, right? Exactly. 100% Barca, never done anything with Argentina, Jersey, it's totally cursed. I think it's more, my answer is probably more nuanced. Um, any 2022 product, right, definitely want him in the Argentina Jersey, especially if it's a, you know, World Cup sticker or, you know, obviously, which is only only that. But I, I think those are now going to be like the 86 Maradona, you know, World Cup sticker. Like, you know, people are going to want to put together the rainbows, you know, um, on the U.S. issues. So, you know, I think that right now, though, on the margin, if I only could pick one, you know, shockingly, and it may be just because it's so recent, I actually may pick Argentina um, just because I think it is so big what he just did. Um, but I even the fact that I said that out loud shocks me because, <laughs> uh, you know, it, it would have been 
you know, 5X Barca until now. No, but again, I also think there is a lot of people also having that internal debate uh, now changing a bit is market. That, that's the reality. Uh, what about you, Niels? I'll keep it short. Argentina, for sure. It just, to me, that was, it's way more important of an accomplishment than anything that he had done, you know, previously. So um, he'll be remembered, I think, as a whole for this World Cup victory um, by the masses more so than his his Barca career, um, especially in Argentina. But and I think the U.S., you know, as well, you know, as, you know, we don't really um aren't as engaged, you know, as a whole, I think with the champions league, you know, so the world cup, you know, really stands out. Um, and that's, you know, my opinion, that's where legends are made. You know, if, if you, if you think of a, a lot of guys, you know, like Zidane to me, Zidane's a legend because of the world cup in 98. Yeah. He had, you know, some other, you know, he had champions league and, and he had some other championships, um, and, and played, you know, had a, a solid club career, but he's a legend and, and someone that's discussed and, you know, potentially a top 10 of all time because he won the world cup. Um, not because he played for real Madrid or had a game winning, you know, amazing volley, you know, in the champions league final, it's because of his, his, uh, you know, two headers in 1998 that won the final, um, and and I think the same, you know, long term, twenty years from now, Messi will be known more for this Argentina win. So I would go, I would go that for sure. All quite valid. I'm a bit alone on this one. I still connect Messi more with Barcelona. For me, Messi with Barcelona is Michael Jordan with Bulls. The way I look at things, being quite honest, and my dream for Messi career would be finishing at Barcelona. I would love that. Probably for the market, I agree. Going to America could be even better, but putting all of that out of out of the way, I really would like uh, for Messi to end at Barcelona. So um, the next topic is the 2023 expectations for the soccer card market. This is a, a very open topic. Um, so uh, let's start with Alan <laughs> on this one. Next year, uh, share with all of us from your knowledge one or two expectations. So uh, you actually made a video uh, similar to, to mine, uh, I believe, probably one year ago, more or less, about what we expect for the market. This is basically a preview of your new video. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm making. I actually am making or, or have jotted down. I'm still finalizing some of my my thoughts, but. Um, but I'll, you know, I'll share you know uh, uh, some ideas. Um, I, I still haven't completely fine-tuned what I think. You know, like when you do these videos, like you're talking with uh, you know, you know, Champ and yourself. You know, it, it takes a lot of time to make sure that you think what you think. You know, based on data and research and and, and other things. So you you kind of come to to these conclusions. So it might vary uh, a little bit differently. But but I I feel like there is. 2023 is likely to be what I call kind of a basing year. Um, and, and basing year, you've seen we had parabolic increases and then we had catastrophic decreases across a number of cards. Uh, there are always exceptions, just like in the the stock market when, you know, nine stocks are, are red, there's a stock that's green, right? So there's, there's always, you know, blips. 
but but when I when I look at it in 2023, what I believe is most likely to occur is because we're going to have headwind of of the economy, right? I, I don't think anyone. It's hard to find anyone out there that doesn't expect some recession, whether it's slight or not, right? So that's going to impact people's wallets. All sorts of people now talking about how there's going to be millions of layoffs here in the U.S., right? That's going to affect purchasing power, right? Interest rates are up, you know, considerably, so people can't, you know, borrow to to, to get things. So there's many different uh, macro demand crushers out there that many people would think, hey, you know, you're on this downward line. Why do why do you not just continue on it? But I think that we've seen, you know, at least I'll tell you in the context that I have with collectors, there's a huge excitement of collectors getting into things that they never thought they could get into. And could things go down from here? Sure. But I mean, it's it's amazing what you can, you know, what you could get for five thousand dollars in, in PWC in February to to now is like totally different. And five thousand dollars, don't get me wrong, is a lot of money, and not a lot of people have that as as disposable or or available to invest in soccer cards. But you could just get a crazy crazy collection for that amount for 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 soccer. And I think that this, you know, I'm not sure that the general market with the collectors that we have are going to let things go much much lower than they are because um you know they've fallen substantially and you can get into many cards for pre-boom type prices but the interest level is still way higher than it was before so it's i never try to call bottoms right because i think that's an impossible task and if i could call a bottom you know, I'd be retired on the beach. Um, you know, I wouldn't be working, you know, so, so, but I do think that, that we're going to have this, cons- we've been having this consolidation. The The flippers are mostly gone because they can't make any money. And so now we've got a bunch of collectors around here and, and this is going to be, I, I think a wonderful time and, and even better because I, I don't think the bounce back is not likely to be, you know, quick, there's no catalysts. So I think 2023 is going to be a relatively stable year. And honestly, I think that's great for the soccer card market, uh, you know, because parabolic increases bring the wrong types of folks in, you know, decreases depress people. So a basing period, I think is what I think is most likely is really good for the soccer market. This is kind of where, you know, myself or Scott or Noel or Bill, you know, we, we were, we're very used to this Paul about it, you know, very, very used to this kind of stability um, with a few players that do something amazing. Right. Um, and then they get, you know, they, they get noticed. So that's, that's uh, one of the, I think that's the biggest um, one. Um, you know, that I think, and, and I actually think that we're going to see, I'll segue into the, 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 my, one of my other things that I'm talking about for 2023 is I think we're going to continue to see, um, interest in the collecting space, right? So I don't know how many subscribers I haven't, haven't heard kind of an update from you on how many you have on, on, um, on your discord, but I, I think we're pretty close to a thousand on the vintage discord. We've been around longer than the soccer study one, but it's, 
that's pretty dang impressive. And despite the market going like this, we're getting more and more people. Um, and I think that's generally, it was not at the rate that it was, right, during the boom, but that makes sense. And so, I, you know, I think just getting people educated, getting, um, you know, this basing process through and getting more people in the hobby are super healthy, super, super healthy things for 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 the long run again this is not a place to make a quick buck trend you know transaction costs are way too high so if you buy it today you got to sell for 20 percent more to break even because that's what pwc or somebody or ebay is going to take out of you so if you're in it for the short-term flip it's going to be a rough grind for you and i think that's okay i mean look at flippers do help the market with some liquidity but i, I think that we're also going to see well here i'll give you my third one which is we have a lot of cards will show their more true rarity. Uh, you know, and, and what do I mean by that? It means like, okay, right now you would think that the Baggio Forza goal is incredibly common because there's been one at auction every month for the last five months, right? And so you're like, oh, that's that's great. It's a pop 10 card, right? So so and, and these are all PSA copies flipping back and forth, right? Oh, nice. You happen to have one, man, on demand. Look at that guy. So, <laughs> so, so you, uh, you think that's a thing, you know, we, we talk about the, uh, Alifa pops and kind of the, the hands that they're in. We haven't seen one of those at auction for the last three months. We used to see like two or three a month. So I think that some of these, as they move into collector's hands, the more you're going to start seeing less and less of these you know, really premium cards and stickers that are kind of the foundation of, of marquee collections. And you're going to start, we're going to all start to appreciate um, how tough some of this stuff is. Um, so those are three. I'm, uh, I'm working on 13, um, you know, that, that, that hopefully I had pretty good record on the good and the bad in, in, in 20, 2012. I'll actually do a review of those as well. But, um, you know, people, people like to hear these these predictions. And and the good news is I don't have I had some bad ones in 2012 that I got some hate on, including, you know, calling the, the demise of the messy market. Um, you know, there's not a lot of negatives I see from this point because we've so much has been, you know, priced in. Right. So, so I don't see a, a ton of uh, negatives, maybe a slowing down of of um, of the expansion of grading. You know, like maybe PSA with all this mess they have at Lukens, they ultimately don't set up as quickly as we would have liked. That's that's not great for, for the market. Um, but but anyway, so those are a couple of things for 2023. With that, I'm going to shut up. And if you want more, come check out my video when I launch it. <laughs> Any predictions for 2023? Me or Nils? It could be it could be Nils. Oh, all right. <laughs> Nils, Nils is up. All right. So, I mean, I, I think again, Al, Al's put some thought into us and, um, you know, hit, hit some of the things that I probably would have said, but you know, the one thing is there's really no catalyst to see an, a major increase anytime soon. And I think that's worth, worth noting. Um, and, and there might not be any major catalyst until major catalyst until 2026. Um, that's just the reality of where we're in, but that doesn't necessarily 
me and everything's doom and gloom. Um, uh, you know, so I think it's important to realize both of those things. Um, you know, we're, we're probably going to be in a, in a time of more of a consolation baseline, as Al said, um, you know, you know, different pockets of the market are going to do different things too. You know, general, you know, generally speaking, I think if you're, you know, in more of a, um, you know, pre-war, vintage, you know, where we're starting to get a better understanding of, of rarity and pops, um, you'll probably won't see as much, much fluctuation, you know, pre-modern, we've had a ton of fluctuation and that's basically, basically based on um, pop increase for the most part. Um, and, and I've said this a few times too, but I think it's important to realize, you know, long-term, even some of these pop increases are not crazy, you know, and, and they've started to slow down. Um, so to Al's point, I think this year will give us a much better understanding. And I think we're almost already there with a lot of issues, um, but we'll have a much better understanding of, of where things are going to go forward because we've had two, three years of people just searching and grading and with, with big prices, bringing things to market um, prices have gone down. That's going to slow, slow some of those things coming to market to come down. And a lot of them have already come out and there's just not going to be a ton out there. Um, you know, and, and you could talk about plenty of issues. I mean, Zidane rookie, you know, went from, you know, 20 to a hundred is a hundred a lot. I don't think so long-term and I don't think there's going to be, you know, a hundred more in the next year you know, with, with people looking. Um, but I could see where that could scare someone who bought it when there was 20. Um, and, and now all of a sudden there's a hundred. And I think that happened at a, a lot rap, more rapid pace in the pre-modern market, which, you know, I spend a lot of time in. Um, so, you know, I, I can see the reason for concern. Um, but I think we'll have a little bit more clarity in this next year going, going forward. Um, you know, outside of, you know, any major, you know, issue with, with fakes, um, I, I think we're going to see a, a, a nice sort of consolidation in, in that market and, and backwards. Um, you know, modern, I can't really speak too much to that because I don't, I don't, I don't play in that market um, much, but uh, yeah, I'm excited as a collector, uh, as Al mentioned, you know, this is a great time because not only are things popping up that you didn't think you had a a chance at. Um, you've been in the market longer, so you're realizing, have a better understanding of rarity. You're able to maybe consolidate some things that either you've realized now that you're, you're, you don't need, or you think you can get back. Um, you know, so I've been doing a lot of that and there still is plenty, um, plenty of, of things to find if you're, if you're willing to do the grind. And, and, you know, that's something that I spent a lot of time on, you know, going to, to various sites and, and making various connections. And I'm still finding some really, really nice raw cards um, in that pre-war vintage space. Um, yeah. I mean, and, and you're talking, you know, 60 bucks and, you know, if, if you catch the right, the right person at the right time or find the right listing, I mean, you know, finding, you know, a, a Copa from French eBay for $6 that no one's ever seen before. You can't, I mean, that's still happening, you know, quite regularly. Um, 
So it, for me, it's still exciting because those opportunities exist. Um, but then the, the cards that we are a little more familiar about um, that maybe, you know, two years ago, I didn't think I had a chance. Prices have come down and, and you know, now I'm able to you know make some moves to, to try to acquire some of those pieces. So I'm super excited, um, kind of be, you know, more excited for 2023 just from that standpoint. Very well said. Uh, yeah. Yes. Um, I know you, um, you are more into pre-modern, so I would love to no, know. But this is the greatest question, right? Because uh, <laughs> I'm literally the last person to ask about the market. Um, but so I actually I, don't, don't, don't agree with that, to be honest, because if you are operating in the market, you get knowledge over time. And uh, I, I see what you buy and I can see the, the reason behind. So <laughs> I think uh, you should it's, give it's yourself like more I, credit. No, is I you know I I just say it because like I I I I, I don't know how to explain it like I I I feel like I get this now. Uh, I'm blessed though because I've I've been around. I mean, look at this panel. I, I've 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 been around. I feel the right people uh, to kind of learn. You know, uh, really learn about stuff. Um, I I I feel like look, I, you know, I don't want stuff to do the whole what's called like batman thing where it shoots up drops shoots up again and then drops i wanted to do the steady growth like thing thingy me jiggy right where it just slow slow and steady uh and and you know what neil said yesterday's pop report is not today's pop report um i learned early on and i'm still learning that there's guys out there with as far as what's called like pre-modern from, you know, like 1980 to like, you know, 2013, 2014, that, I think that stuff is just scratching like, like, like the surface. And that's why it's beautiful for me to see like pre, I mean, like pre-war, right. Vintage. I think those markets are in a great space right now. Like, I, and, and this is coming from me, the pre-modern pre-Madonna, right? Like, I'm I'm seeing stuff now that I thought was impossible for me to have a year ago. And and obviously now that I know about what to kind of grab and what I want going forward it, it it's been a it's been a fun time for me the last like two or three months. Um but you know I'm 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 in it like I said I've never sold the card. I'm I'm literally the last true That's like crazy. <laughs> so it's kind of crazy for you know me to see how everything has changed in like you know like a year and a half and as a collector, I am beyond excited. Like Nils knows, every day I'm finding stuff like that I literally thought was impossible for me to have. I, I literally there there's certain items that I've grabbed in the last two months that I, I thought I wouldn't get until I was filthy rich, like till I was like super wealthy, 20 companies, like three restaurants. But now that I've been just grinding, I know what to get. Um, I'm around two folks, Nils and Seb, daily that. I mean, these guys are grinders, like, so I see what they're going after. And these guys are like Marty McFly and back to the future. Like they're so ahead right now that they're finding stuff for pennies. And, and, and it's stuff that kind of what Neil said that, that people haven't seen. So I'm kind of like cheating. I'm kind of like sitting next to like the smartest kid in like, in, in, in like the class. I'm here arriving late, smelling like drugs. And these guys are putting in the grind. And, um, but, you know, I'm happy about where this is going. I think what, you know, the, the amount of information that is in both discords for people that truly want it, because there's people that jump in, but I think 
you know, what we need is people like us, people that are really going to do the work. And, you know, me, I'm, I'm blessed that I'm able to, to really learn, really grind. I, I have a list of things that I know, like, I want this, I want this, I want this. And so now that it's coming up, I'm grabbing it, I'm grabbing it. And, and I'm feeling good about where, where all that's going, like going forward. My PC is a whole nother thing that that's like stuff that I grab. I don't care about the price, but all of these pieces that I've been investing in now, like I'm like the happiest person in the world. Um, I just want people to come in and, and really be about it, really be able to do the work, not just come in and say, hey, what's the rarest messy card? What's the rarest R9 card? No, look it up. Go on eBay. See what's what pops up a lot. Look at people's pages. What what items do you see that, you know, that you rarely see that that's the stuff that really, you know, it tickles my fancy, as as they say, whenever I see someone post up, I don't care if it's 1920, uh, you know, anything I, when it's something that you don't see. And then once you hear these backstories, you start to make all of these notes like, OK, so this was only made. Like right before what's called like World War One, Germany got bombed. So now this is considered beyond rare. That's the stuff that keeps me interested. And, and these are players that I didn't even see. But just that I'm in this now, I, I feel like I have a good grasp on it. Um, I'm not where Nils is at yet. Nils, I think, is on a like I said, him and Seb are like on a whole nother level. But I'm I'm going there. I'm steadily seeing that that they're 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 making this path that I think. Once you're in this, you naturally do that. You naturally get in and then you keep going deeper and deeper. And before you know it, you're in territories that no one's been in. And that's when you're just grinding daily and doing it. So um, I hope the market stays this low uh, personally, because I feel like there's a few things still on my like kill list that I need. Um, I don't want the market to go up anytime soon. That's just my personal preference. I had people get mad at me for saying that the market was going to go down for two or three years. And I'm like, it's just what it, you know, in my opinion with what I've seen, that's what I feel is going to happen. But what Al said, and it was like, we got smart mother efforts that are really putting in the time and learning. We're all getting taught as a group, as a whole. And that's only going to be better going forward for us. Like meeting all of us, like, Andre, Al, Nils, like that everyone is learning all this stuff that maybe it took Andre years to learn. It took Al years to learn and, and grind for. Someone like me comes in with that want to learn about it. I'm able to get this stuff. And then I'm I'm like teaching some people are asking me stuff. And it's like the creepiest thing because I'm like, you really want to ask me about information on stuff? Like, but that that just goes to show how blessed we are in this space that people share information. People post stuff every freaking day that I've never seen, that 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 Scott's never seen, that Bill's never seen. And that's that's when you know that we're so early. I, I think we're early is a bad word for it. We're 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 like on day four. If, if the earth was created in seven days, we're on like day four right now. There's no like Adam and Eve yet. There, there's nothing yet right now. It's just dinosaurs and and uncharted lands right now that. That, that we're still in. I think 10 years from now, 20 years from now, when everything settles, you know, what's called pop reports and everything, we'll really be able to know. But I think the, the guys in pre-war and vintage, they have a good grasp of what's truly rare and what's not. In pre-modern right now, I'm buying just like R9 stuff and, and certain key people that I want. Uh, but I'm kind of venturing right now into vintage and, and pre-war, I kind of already kind of played around in 
Um, but just, that's just me. You know, I, I, I love it though. I, but I hope that in 2023, it stays the way it is. I hope it keeps kind of trickling down. We're seeing certain issues that are just shooting through the roof. When you look at vintage and pre-war, um, and I think that's great. When when I see certain ones and then you see these key like folks going after those, that's what I want to see with 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 you know like pre-modern in about like a decade, where something comes up and it's like, yo, I haven't seen that before. Like, and then people start to attack it, you know. But uh let's let's cheers to to 2023 to being the same way it is right now. To <laughs> just steady, you know, just steady going down a little bit. Because that's just great for all of us going going forward. Because I think all of us here are collectors at heart. Um, and th I mean, that's I, actually I, I, that's actually the, the last point I would love to make on this is if you are a collector, any market is good. I mean, when things are going up, well, maybe you can you can make <laughs> some money for for you being patient and, and staying on the market for so long. When things are going down. It's also an amazing market. So I think uh, actually I have a video with the title, Enjoy This Market. And people thought I was saying enjoy this market in particular. But I think that title serves for, for any market. Even if you, we are in a bull run, enjoy that market. I think uh, all markets are, are great. Uh, it's, a, it's all about perspective and never overcommit. The dollar cost averaging idea is because if you go to Aline, well, again, you can get very lucky and your, your entry point is amazing, but there is also a chance that you are not buying at the correct time. So dollar cost averaging, um, I again, I do not agree with you one thing, Andres. I think buying and selling is very important. I think you also should sell. <laughs> maybe, maybe you don't need, but for most people having that idea, because when you don't sell, Sometimes you also get a wrong idea of what your collection is worth, and then the reality facing the market be quite quite harsh. Not not saying it is your case, by the way, Andres, but I think advice that yeah. a lot of people, people should be selling. I, I, even though I don't do it, I I see why it's very necessary. Um, I'm just blessed, I, I think. Like, but I, I think yes, it's it's very healthy for you to be trading up getting rid of your you know doubles your your copies that you know you might have two ps8s one of them's a little off center flip that one um and really know what you what you truly want to keep I, I i think we i mean i get attached i mean i'll I be talking to my cards so I, I don't know if that's good or bad but i think in, in my case i'm just so attached with with what i've with, with what i've got in that i'm terrified of selling and i've tried to sell and and it I feel like I'm I'm doing something bad. I, I feel like I'm like, you know, like scaring <laughs> kids or like doing something I shouldn't be doing. But but you're absolutely right. I think in, in any market, you you have to keep trying to keep going up. I think in, in my case, I'm just I came in of you know, I'm I'm a very different breed, I think. And, and it's just like I'm I'm just able to just kind of buy what I like. Um, but yeah, please if, if you're if you're watching this, sell, trade up. Okay, no, okay. sell it. <laughs> if you want, of course, this is a general don't idea. Do do. Please don't don't do what I do. That 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 you know, if if you try to do what I do, you'll be your your wife will divorce you, your kids will have a father, and you'll be filing for you know what I'm saying like bankruptcy. I had my my so, so my accountant came in, 
he looked at my like personal books, not not the business books. And he literally told me, he goes, look, man, he was like, let's let's sit down and talk and have a coffee. And I'm already sweating. I'm like, <laughs> I already know what this dude's going to say. He's like, look, man, he was like, do you want to keep buying cards? I'm like, yeah, I I'm, I love it. Like I told him I love it. He goes, OK, stop for six weeks, get you a rental property and then keep going back to cards. He was like, do this every three or four months. So you can do this. He was like, because if you're really into this, I'm, I'm not going to sit there and tell you what to do with your money. So I did that. In I want to say the last two months, I slowed down heavily and I got me this other property. And in my mind, I'm, I'm now this is going to sound really messed up, right? I get this property and I don't know if I was more excited about that I was going to be able to get back into purchasing cards or that I got the property. Like I, I was in this thing where it was like, so I could buy cards now, like, and, and, and you know, and, and that's literally what, what I feel is going to work for me. Like, I feel like the next year I want to get two more spots. And after that, I think by 2024, I'm going to be full throttle soccer dad and card collector. I, I don't, you know, I, I feel like once I have a, a established group of assets that I could make money off and, you know, invest, I'll be able to, to feed this addiction that, I mean, I tell my kids all the time, like, good luck in 20 years. <laughs> like, like, just, you know, take take dad's cards, do whatever you want to do with it. Like, you know, hopefully everything will be good. Um, I'm starting this little, like, color code system that I kind of got from Al and his great wife. Um, they're, they're telling me that that each card that has a, a certain color. So I went through and I kind of made, like, my own little thing for it. And um, and I think that that's, that, that's where it's at, you know, but. I got to sell. I know I got to sell. Uh, I'm terrified of selling. I will cross that street soon enough. But I'm I'm just, you know, we're, you, y'all you know, I'm addicted. Like, I'm full-blown crackhead. Like, I... I, I think it, uh, I think I speak for uh, all of us here that you inspire us to a certain point with, with your passion. <laughs> I'm always <laughs> trying to... I don't know if it's passion or kind of a little loony up top. I don't know which, which one it really is, like. But the, the the line is is very is very difficult to say. But <laughs> no, I, I'm hey Andre. You you know I've I've always said it. I'm blessed. Uh, my 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 mother worked so hard for me. Uh, she she worked hard for like so many people that you know I, I was able to kind of just get out of a lot of debt that you know our business had kind of like tagged up, and I was able to get all this knocked off. And, and then once I started getting money, it was like. I found this lane. That's why I'm really passionate about these cards. I, I, you know, they gave me a whole new, like, 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 like bloodstream into my heart. Um, it's something that I love doing every day when I'm with my kids, I'm at a red light. I'm at, I'm looking on eBay. I'm looking at the discord constantly. Um, I want to give a shout out to Seb. He's right there. I'm going to show him later there, right there. Um, just because, you know, him and Nils, they're, they're people that I talk to every day. And they know that that this is this is my life. Like is is restaurant, properties, and cards. That's it. I, I do those three things for my kids. You know. Actually, uh, let 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 me say one thing. I never had Seb on, on the podcast, and if you are watching this, Seb, you are invited. But I, I'm not sure if you if you want to to be on this I, or not. I've tried. I've tried everything. Seb won't. Seb won't do. Um, he he he. You Seb right here. I have, I have a photo of Seb. <laughs> oh, that's that. Seb right 
Um, yeah, no, he, yeah, he has a sneaker. That is great. He, he's 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 grinding twenty four seven. Him him and Nils. I, I mean, I I I I'm amazed at how hard they grind and how much respect they have for this thing of ours. It's 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 a beautiful thing to see how they pass on knowledge, how they're constantly looking for deals. They're shooting ideas back and forth. I don't belong in our little chat. I, I always kind of like tell them that, that I feel like I'm cheating because he, those guys are really intense about it. And, and it's beautiful to watch. Beautiful to watch up close. Shout out to again, Seven. I, I would say one thing, uh, Andres. Again, your energy is much incredible. And uh, again, uh, this panel, there is a logic behind. I also get a lot of inspiration from all. Nils is also always grinding. I'm on Instagram. So all, all of you, all three uh, guys inspire me. And, and I think there is a lot of memory in the community. Yeah, I, was stalking, I was stalking Al's uh, Instagram yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was... Uh, I was making a, a top 10 list for 2023. Um, and so where do you start? You, you go to El Rey collection and you scroll down and you start, uh, wait, I don't have that. I don't have that. You know, um, <laughs> what, what do I, what do I want to look for? So, yeah, I mean, it's, there, there's lots of uh, people in the hobby that um, offer inspiration, um, but not only offer inspiration, but, also offer a helping hand, um, yeah. which, you know, everyone here does and many, many others. So that's honestly the coolest part about the hobby is it's very welcoming and um, the information that's being shared. I mean, I pick Scott's brain, you know, all the time and, and, and others. And it's just amazing the information that some of these people have and are willing to to share and at some at some time at the cost of their own you know collection and I know you know that that happens to Al all the time I mean you know he offers information that you know sometimes makes him not get certain items you know because someone goes after it or he bows out um, you know just because that's that's who he is so um, that's that's the coolest thing about this for me um, for sure without a, without a doubt. Guys, um, now let's move, move on for, for topic. Um, this question was actually brought by by Andres Champ. Uh, top top three. Let's go three pickups of twenty two and the reasons why. Uh, let's start with Al on this one. Ooh. Probably the worst person, probably because he picks so many. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, twenty twenty three. I mean, twenty twenty two was a crazy good year for me in, in pickups. Um, you know, I, I kind of think of things in different levels because I can get just excited about a $5 card or a hundred dollar card as one that costs a lot more than that. But, um, I'm probably going to say the, um, the, the, the PSA nine, um Puskas rookie was you know to me uh you know just a massive card i mean it's so so that 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 to me was 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 just crazy um you know i had 
previously the highest, which is a PSA six, and to see a nine and see it in person at the national, I was just floored by that by that card. Um, but that's not a card you can buy off eBay, you know, for a couple hundred dollars, right? So it was kind of a big. You have to look at those cards in a very different light from my perspective, because if you're going to put you know that type of money into a card you you need to be convinced not only that you want it for your collection but that you're not gonna you know throw away a, a ton of money on it so i think those and, and and that that doesn't always appeal to me i usually come to my to, to this hobby for enjoyment and trying not like i think i've mentioned before like my original objective of getting into the hobby was you know a nice distraction learn about history you know find new things get things from all over the world meet people from all over the world and 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 have fun and and i almost looked at it like okay if i never recovered a penny would this still be a worthwhile you know goal for me and 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 for me it was so it was it was very much much not about investing because that's what I do every day at my day job, and and I just didn't want to have to do that for my hobby. Um, but but that card, you know, you had to. I had to think a little bit more. But I love the card, right? So it's it's crazy it, it, important card to me. Um, the next one would probably be the the Distefanos, um, and and you know, Champ, you know, saw me un- unbox one of these live. Uh, I ultimately found another three Distefanos from Argentina, which are incredibly difficult to to find. Um, and I had been searching and hypothesizing these cards that existed for more than 10 years. And so when you're on a 10-year grind and you finally find something, it's just crazy, right? The 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 excitement. And then you find it, and then you have to come to terms which is not always easy in a, in a market that's going like this, but people have been seeing values go like this. So it's really hard when things aren't trading to come to a, come to a deal when people know what they have. Right. Um, so, so the Distefanos uh, is probably number, number, um, you know, two, and then ironically an F1 card that again, I, I wasn't sure, you know, existed, had thought so, but it was just beautiful. It's a Fangio, um, you know, Popo card from 1948. I just, I just thought that that was just amazing that, that I'm not, I'm not a huge player in the F1 market. I have a small, small, tight collection, but finding that 1948, when most people thought his rookie was 19, you know, 51 was a pretty epic, uh, epic find to me. And then subsequently getting it graded by PSA. Uh, with the set what was big so i i'd say that the the uh you know 2022 and and honestly there's tons of other you know cards because 2022 I, I put probably more than i should have into my soccer card collecting but i couldn't help myself but there, there are so many good deals and when you see stuff you 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 got it and i have a pretty uh understanding wife um and you know she's willing to 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 go there and our kids are you know one's finishing with college another one so we're kind of transitioning so you know i don't recommend people to to put their savings you know into cars and i always recommend asset allocation but for 2023 man i i overdid it but i'm still happy that i did <laughs> congrats. congrats you know all of 
them because, like you said, Stefan, Puskas, we are talking about some of the most important players, and especially also through Herod in a lot of stuff. For people that may not be aware, Fangio, and you, correct, you can correct me if I'm wrong, basically the Pelé of F1. Am I <laughs> off on yeah, that? Yeah. What I is fair to say? Yeah, he had five F1 championships and some just a great racer throughout South America uh, in Argentina. Um, so, yeah, I'd say he, you know, prior to, to Schumacher, you know, Hamilton, kind of like I, I'd consider him the GOAT, um, you know, the vintage GOAT. So that's right, right up my alley. A lot of his cards come from Argentina. Actually, Nick knows that. he's He's got some of his cards as well. Um, very... Very, very collectible figure in 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 F one, I would say. Okay. Um, let's start to let's go with Andres. Uh, top three pickups and the reasons. All right. Um, first, Andres, I, 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 you had time to think. <laughs> no, I know. I'm ready. I'm ready. I already got it ready. So <laughs> first, tell us. Show Al something really fast. I felt he would appreciate this one, given what happened. The last like couple of days. Um, Al, tell me this is beautiful, man. Ready? You ready? You ready? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> I was expecting the Ronaldo. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I have that. I have like, that one. Here Al, too, you, you are mute, muted. You know, I'm mute, Al. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it, yeah, I know you've been looking for the Salo uh, R9, but yeah. But that's the Pele. That's, that's nice. That's a nice one, right? All right. Yeah. Great so, photo, actually. Yeah, I love that one, right? Oh, man. Um, I don't know where I got. No, obviously it was on eBay. But I when I saw <laughs> that, I was like, it's unstuck. Sallow back. I need it. I need it. And I attacked it. Um, so I, mine, mine are weird. Um, you know, first, uh, I, I have to show this one first. I, I, I mean, for me, I, you know, my like my like brother was really big into Baggio. Um, so for me, it was always about I like Brazil, he liked Italy. That was always the thing. Um, he you know passed away like seven, you know, what I'm saying like years ago. But his favorite player was Baggio. And and when I was able to kind of grab this one, I was able to get the you know whole set, which I'm number two in the world. Uh number one is Al. Um, but I was able to get this. <laughs> At, at a nice price, I, I didn't care about the price. I just wanted one of these because, like Al said, I, I believe this is rare. I Are, are there more going to pop up? Yes, I, I do believe there there's some dude in Sicily right now uh, making some cheese or, or, you know, stepping on some grapes on some wine that has like four of these in like a cardboard box. But to me, to have this in my collection was very, very cool. So... I love this one. I love this one. I love this whole set. It has a lot of cool players in it. Um, there is a what's called like a, a Paulo that that I want, and also a Zico, which Matt is also trying to find right now too as well. Um, Maldini, Maldini, Zico, Maradona. Yeah, oof, classic, right? So I love this one. Like the fact that there's ten on, on on like the pop report, and I have one of them. That makes me feel good about this one going forward, right? Number Press. two. I actually asked um, Al about this one, and and I knew it was good when Al's like, "Get it, brother!" But if you don't want it, I'll I'll get it. And when he said that, I I remember kind of like telling Mills like, 
that's it. I'm going like I was going to get it. But I guess, you know, asking Al about it, I, I knew that I had to get it. So this is the unstuck. The like red and the red and blue back of an iconic. I think this is iconic, iconic, iconic as it gets. Um, these are what's called a hand cut. So this one is centered very nicely. Um, it has like a little hole in it. You can kind of see it on his head. Uh, but, you know, he still looks sexy to me. He still looks sexy to me. So I'm very happy about this one. Okay. Can, last, you, can, can you guys actually share the, what? Uh, Do you know why that 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 uh, that's rare, Andre? Um, so, no, no. Exactly. Okay. That was my question. Yeah. So the 1970 uh, World Cup stickers, there's there's three standard versions. Um, there's the typical greenback from, from this issued in Italy, and that's the most common. And then there's a Beast Valida, which is normally in the back of Panini stickers. They'll just have a Valida. They increased the price uh, in 1970, and they made the, the, the backs counted for twice. So that's why they have the Beast Valida. There are no Validas in 1970 uh, World Cup stickers. And then they had an international version, which are red and black backs that went out outside of italy um and distributed you know in 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 the uk um as well and then with, when you bought an album i i have one i just don't have one here you open it up and there was a strip of cards that help you start your collection right like this like he's perfectly showing that and then those all have the red and blue backs and you would cut those out of the album and start right and most of those ended up stuck or you know cut so you can find psa's rated the full panel right or you can find the individual cards but a lot of those you know were destroyed or badly cut or were immediately cut and pasted into the album right so finding a blue and, and red back um is is by far the most difficult back uh variation to find in in 1970 panini uh, World Cup stickers. Now they're hand cut, so a lot of people don't love that, but it's just the way that they were intended. So you know, I, I'm always fine with hey, if that's the way it was intended, go ahead and um and get it. So I think the pop on that uh is is less than ten. They're they're out there. People collect these. These are highly collectible uh, items. So there, there's definitely more than that. But um, but that's kind of the lore. It's an important you know sticker because. It's just hard to get. And if you're going to put together the rainbow, you know, you need that one. And it's the toughest one of the four. So basically, to summarize what Al said, I am a lucky SOB. Uh, I have amazing plugs that they just, you know, obviously I'm like a whale uh, and they reach out to me and they, they'll have amazing things. When this came up, I literally was shaking in my space boots. Um, so I'm I'm very glad to have it. I I, I love it. I I absolutely adore it. I mean, it's beautiful to me. Oh my god! And um, so going again. forward, thank you, thank you. Yeah, that, that was big for me. And then uh, next, so th this one is like an honorable mention, but I got this as a gift. Uh, I first learned about it through Scott. Uh, he kind of like has showed me this. And I, I freaked out and then I was able to get uh to, to, to get this copy from Pip. Pip, like he he got it and he sent it to me free of charge. And this one right here, a Greek Bibe. Oh nice. 
this one's really cool. Like, I don't know what year we're thinking, 88 to 90. We're not really sure. Um, but this to me is beautiful, right? It's from Greece. I hope to travel to Greece one day and get a suntan out there. And number three, it arrived yesterday. I thought it was fitting to kind of cap off the 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 year for me. Um, I already kind of like talked about this one and, and I was shocked that I was able to get it because when you first kind of like come, you know, in, in, in this hobby before you get your pre-war starter pack, your vintage starter pack, you know, the Cindelars and in, in, in the what's called like Vanderhoots that when you start to travel down those roads, I thought this was I was never going to get this and I was able to get this. <laughs> And I'm I'm still on cloud nine with this one. It's a really nice copy. It's centered nice. Um, I feel it should be a PSA 9.5. That's just me personally. Um, but it's beautiful, beautiful back. Um, and I'm blessed, man. I keep saying that word over and over again. But for someone like me, uh, uh, kind of a, a idiot in this hobby to have these three, man, I'm I'm blessed, like beyond blessed. Um, and last but not least, just real quick, Escobar season has returned. I found these three. I was looking for these three. I was able to get them. Made my my you know PC man. I love Andres Escobar. His story. If you don't know it, watch Thirty for Thirty. A tale of two crazy story. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 a tragic story. Um, so I'm very glad to have those. And now we'll let Nils show us his France and German collection that he's, <laughs> he's been stacking up on. No, but con congrats in all, in all of them, Andre. Thank you. If Thank there you. is a Thank person you. that that deserves it, is uh, right. Nils well, feel free. Hard to uh, hard to compete with either of those, but um, yeah, I was thinking about this, um, and believe it or not, I had in 2021 so i guess in the last year no copas no platinis um and you know over one year time have been able to build you know pretty nice collections and and both of those so um that was sort of nice to reflect on um in a in a short period of time and really you know i think this is you know just a great sort of a pitch for for this hobby is in, in a year and, and not a ton of money to to be able to um, manufacture two really nice collections for some you know players of those statures is uh you know pretty cool to think about so um top three um i i have to go and i don't have it here to to show but uh my new uh dixie dean rookie um that uh, is sitting in the PWCC vault right now. So um, my biggest purchase uh, ever, I believe, dollar-wise. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's just epic, epic card um, to me. Um, I think, you know, eventually will be one of the, the more epic cards in the pre-war um, hobby. So excited to, to have that um, really, uh, Appreciate the, the the seller that uh, decided to list that, um, and uh, yeah, that's all I'll say about that. <laughs> Actually, Jean, um, Jean, Nick, I'm sorry, I know there is still to, to go, but uh, even for all, I will put the, the card you guys are saying on, on the screen, basically, guys that mentioned. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, um, yeah. I can, I'll send. I'll send you some scans on the. On the oh, for sure. 
so super pumped about that. Um, I'll probably have it sent home here um, in a little bit, but uh, so I haven't I haven't held it in hand yet. So it's one of those things. It's it's uh, you know, I, I pull up my uh, vault and and look at it uh, every other day or so just to make sure it's still still there and and everything. <laughs> so so excited. Um, next thing is I'll show this. So Ooh, panel. this is, um, yeah, 1960 mirror sprint, um, three person panel, including Pele. So this comes from France. Um, I think right now there's three of these graded at PSA. So, I mean, it's not something that you see all the time. This is a PSA five, so it's in, you know, really nice condition. Um, and it's a French issue Pele. So, you know, for me, that sort of, you know, brings it all together for, for my collection. Um, you know, the go hard, you know, Pele that no one has, that's a French issue. Um, I also, um, I shared on the Discord the other day, but I have the Pele, just the Pele cut out. Um, and that was graded by PSA. I haven't got it back yet. Um, but that'll be the first one I think graded with just the the Pele. So I have uh, both versions, which is which is pretty cool. And again, it's something that you don't see. Um, you just don't really really see. Uh, I'm sure there's more out there, but you know, on a on a regular basis, you don't see them. Those are the only two that I've seen come up for sale. Um, and I grab them both. I know there's a couple other people in the Discord that. Um, have have some raw copies but yeah um super excited and then the last one was sort of um it's again something i posted a few times but it's this Let's see. so it's this raymond copa um i don't know maybe there so this is um what i've determined to be 1952 1953 it's a um, French issue from a donut um, chocolatier. So the cool thing about that is I found it with the wow. entire set. <laughs> you all right, Andres? Yeah, yeah. It's I found it. I found it with the entire set. Um, so it's a set of seventy. It has some other, you know, French legends in it. Um, it. it list the teams um of the players which allows me to basically date date the issue which french issues are notorious for not only you know having very minimal information available um but spanning you know many years not necessarily um being um having albums where they're issued in um where you could you know, be able to identify the year or the team or, you know, they weren't numbered. And this spe specific issue, it says, you know, on the back, it's an issue out of 70 players. And then it also has a, a card number. Um, and then it also um, has their, their team name. So you can really narrow it down, which I was able to, to 52, 53. Um, and I'm hoping that with that information that I've compiled, that I should be able to grade it. Um, which would be semi-significant <laughs> because right now, you know, just because of the lack of information, you know, I don't think there is a, 
uh, of 52 or, or, you know, older French issued um, Copa graded at PSA um, right now. So um, it, it's definitely not the earliest. I think there's earlier issues, but it's one that can be, you know, properly, I think, identified year, year wise. So um, super excited about that. Um, you know, hopefully PSA, you know, works with me and I can get it created. I think I have enough information. So, um, but that's it. Yeah. Uh, really fun to sort of, um, remember 2022, um, look forward to, to 2023. I made my top 10 list. Um, and, uh, th there's, there's some, uh, hard cards, but as we mentioned before, I think, you know, um, this year, you know, has shown us that, you know, things are going to pop up things that we didn't think were available are going to be available. I think the same will, will say for, you know, um, next year. And that's got me super excited. So, um, I, I, I asked, uh, champ how many he thought I was going to get of my top 10. And he said, Oh, you'll have all by August. And I was like, champ, none of the, you know, like only one of these has been seen in the last year. Like, I don't know if that's going to be the case, but, uh, I'm hoping to, you know, at least knock down a couple of them. No, congrats again. Amazing stuff. Could, could, could I add something to his Dean? Uh, like, I, <laughs> so that night, I that was an intense night for me. Like, knowing that he was after that, knowing that he wanted it, he, he's been, you know, he's, you know, Nils is Dean, Copa, and Zizu. Like, that, that's, that's his thing. And, well, for now, right? Because now he's, he's, he's now in, like, another continent. I'm not going to spill the beans on that. But to see him get that and 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 to be following that at night, me and Seb were watching him and and he he you know kind of played it cool in a certain way, but I was so happy for him, uh knowing his grind and, and how much time he puts in, takes care of his family, is constantly driving an hour here, two hours there for 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 work. And to see him get something that he truly wanted, I mean, price wasn't a factor. I, I think he wanted this so bad. And to see him get it um, as his friend and, and, and just as, as someone in his hobby, that was one of the more emotional nights for me in this year was seeing him get that card. And, you know, he he mentioned it. I got the Dean, da, da, da. But it, to me, that was such a big, like, a moment for for him, for, for me to, to see that everything that you want you can't get if you work your ass off you grind hard for it it is possible so i wanted to applaud nils for that because i felt he 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 didn't really show or or exude that that type of energy for that card that he got it's such a beautiful card that dean is i think is going to be one of the top issues going forward and uh and i'm so glad he got it man that that was a crazy night just watching that auction that auction kept going and the next morning, you know, we're, we're at night. I'm going to sleep. Like, did he get it? Did he get it? And then he got it as as his buddy, as his friend. That was awesome, man. So, congrats to Nils on a, on a freaking amazing year. Um, I'm very glad that it's in your fucking vault, brother. So, again, congrats to all of you guys. I guess well, if, I I had the, if I had if I had Andre, what are, what were yours? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that that's what I was. <laughs> trying to, to say now. Difficult to say a top three, um, but I'm going with the... Okay, I'm going with the vintage, a pre-modern and the modern card. With vintage, 
a bit difficult because I really like Maradona, but I'm going with Cruyff Palirex. I, I did not add one, and I think that's a very important card in vintage, one of my favorites. I bought one uh, quite recently, uh, recently, or five months ago. For pre-modern, modern is also tough because I bought a lot of stuff, but um, probably going with Xavi, uh, the yeah. 1990s sticker. I really, I, I'm a huge Barca fan and uh, I, I love Xavi, yes, all of these guys. So that's probably, the in my, in my eyes at least, the find it. And in modern, if I went with Xavi, I go with Iniesta. I got a top scroll head, auto, auto 10, top scroll from 17. Um, I recently, I have to say, I got a lot of offers for that card for a lot of money. So for now, it's still mine. Who knows in the future? But uh, yeah, those are my, my three choices. Uh, three players that I believe are. So well, guys, um, I don't have any more topics, but feel free to talk about something if you want. Otherwise, we also can call it. I just want to know if uh, if Champ really was down. And he really had Dom Perignon in the air. It like, uh, it oh, like, yeah, no, uh, it's done. It's <laughs> done. There's nothing. Mimosa. Mimosas to today i'm 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 ready now for like the day uh we we open in about five minutes uh i don't <laughs> recommend anybody do what i just did but i think uh this was a special special event um man as as you know as i was taught by goats get what you want like go after it put in the time put in the grind be ready um you know learn from others uh applaud when others win um i think you know this 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 thing of ours is something that has to be uh it's all about energy and and you know there, there there's times when i know that folks get down and that folks are stressed out but i think we got to applaud each other's victories we got to applaud when people share so much information we have to applaud our goats um um that constantly give us you know what i'm saying like inspiration um you know, Al, like I, you know, like we've we've all we we all know uh, us us three, me, Andre, and Nils know that. Uh, you know, for for me, without Al, I I'm not where I'm at at all. Without Bill, I'm not where I'm at at all. Without Scott, little bits of information that he's acquired. Um, you know, it, it's it's like all these people that constantly give all this information. I think people need to be applauded more than than they are. I think people. Uh, put in time and, and and when people share info like that it's, it's such you know a, a great thing um and this year i'm coming i'm i'm ready i i'm not gonna buy a house till june or july so for the next six months daddy pop pops back i'm feeling myself i have my list um I'm, I'm going after you know uh great things that i feel are are obviously gonna 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 sit well with me and 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 be able to hear all of these creepy, uh, what's to call like conversations that I have with my cards. Um, and, and, you know, just spread love, spread energy, good energy, uh, kill all of that negative stuff. Th this is about having fun, finding your lane. You learn a, a lot about yourself. You, you kind of look at, at, at certain things in a whole nother light now because you're grinding and you know that this could possibly help your, your children, 
your wife, your grandkids going forward. It, it's something that, that makes it such a special thing. For us, we're geeks. We're crackheads. Like I, I've always said, I'm a full-blown crackhead. I'm proud to say it. Uh, when I mean crack, I spell it with the Q and the U, not like the actual crack rock from the mid-'80s. Um, I'm a full-blown crackhead. I, I, I love this thing. Watching this World Cup, it, it got me really back into it. Like I'm, I've been playing FIFA I got whooped 5-0 by France, and I felt good. I was like, hell yeah, like France whooped me 5-0. I was like the happiest person in the world. But I feel that that's all because of the cards, of the, of, of the hunting, that I know all the players on France. I know all the players that I'm playing with. And um, and that's just what it's about, man. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm tipsy now. It, it's, it's <laughs> bad now. I, I told y'all, once, once this comes out, it's bad. Okay. Um, <laughs> But now, nah, man, uh, I'm I'm glad I'm I'm hunting good stuff coming forward. I just grabbed, I call it my Christmas, uh, my Christmas miracle, which was I got this about, I want to say, um, a couple of days ago, um, and I'm in love with this one as well. I, I'm in love with this one as well. I, I I've been wanting one of these, so now it's on to the card master. It's on to a couple of others that I have on my list. Uh, I know that they're a lot more rare. Like like all the stuff that, that I've grabbed, I feel like it was easy to get. This other stuff is telling me that I'm going to have yeah. to grind for it. And I'm, yeah. I'm here for it. I'm, I'm card master. It. That, that, that card master's a... Uh, man, I, I, I didn't get mine until I was like 14 years in the hobby, man. Or yeah, that, those are super those hard are to come by. And, and then there's fakes, which makes it even kind of tough. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, yeah. Shoot me those if you get those, because I can. I, I easily. I have a number okay. of the fakes just to, to to go through. But I think it's really. I think kind of to sum up, kind of a little bit what Champ's talking about. What makes this more fun than just you know doing it on your own is the community, right? Um, and so, actually, if people are listening after however long we've been on this call. You know, they're probably already part of the community. So we're probably, you know, talking to disciples. But, you know, whether it's the, you know, vintage soccer cards community, the Facebook communities, or the uh, soccer study, you know, Discord, or, you know, your, I'm sure your Patreon's more or less the, the, the same. You know, it's really just about finding the group of people that, that support what you want to do in a constructive, you know, there's going to be some competition for things, right? Let's not, you know, say that's not going to be zero, but in a, in a, in a positive way. Right. So I think that, that what, what we want to, what I want for the hobby is that, you know, it continues to be a fun place and we continue to be open, even if it's to our detriment, you know, about, you know, information, because we'll all do better if the hobby does better. And it'll be, it will always have more fun if there are people to share things with, uh, as opposed to just being on an island and doing things on on your own. I mean, Bill will tell you that he, you know, nearly gave up collecting because you know there was no, there was nobody to talk to about about it, right? And you know, I can only talk to Scott and Noel and Bill so many times before we look at each other and say. You know, I got nothing else, right? So um, it's really fun to watch from my perspective, and I'm sure Bill as well, and others, Scott, so many people having so much fun and getting joy out of the same thing we do, which is honestly pretty weird. We, we track down little old pieces of cardboard, 
you know, or stickers that kids would buy in the supermarket, you know, from 20 years ago. I mean, it is a little weird. So, you know, we, but we love seeing that, you know, we're not only, we're not the only weirdos um, and that, uh, and that people get real true serotonin release from, from collecting, doing the grind and finding stuff. And I, and I think that that's still absolutely alive, just like Nils was talking about here, right? It's absolutely, the grind is alive and you can do really well economically and you can do incredibly well from a fun perspective to to you know participate in the drive and be an active member of a of a community and 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 no questions are 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 stupid you know if you're just getting in you know ping us all post on the board post your questions ask you know get knowledgeable and i think that that for a lot of people they'll find a really nice home in 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 these communities um right is it perfect no right are there going to be some people that rub you the wrong way from time to time sure but i think as a community we are it's just a really nice i've been in many different hobby segments and this is just a really nice one you know generally right so uh something i've enjoyed continue to enjoy i think i'm entering like my 15th year i i just realized the other day of like collecting mostly soccer um you know i do collect other things but mostly soccer that's a long time um you know to 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 collect um and i'm not alone there's many other people that have that have been doing it and so if if nobody if any of your viewers here andre want to come to the vintage you know soccer card discord you know that we we'd, we'd love to have them um you know over there again this is not this is bill it's bill's discord not not mine but um but you know i think there's some great stuff over there and, and of course participate in the soccer study discord as well so that's the last of my commercial but but i really believe it yeah i have nothing nothing else to nothing else to add for me but uh just reach out you know i'm available and the discord ig if you have any questions i don't know i don't know uh everything and I, I actually don't know that much uh to be honest but you know if it's a french french issue or or um you know some of the players that you see me collect feel free reach out more than happy to add any anything that uh, i have to offer so um appreciate you know you allowing us to be on here and and chat with you um and uh yeah just looking forward looking forward to 2023 guys well, I think it's everything for today. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Do not forget to like and see you guys next time.